Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey there, everybody. It is Nathan from Doctors of Running. Uh, Today, we are going over the entire line of Puma Uh, running shoes, the Nitro line that came out this year. And we're gonna just break down the line in a general fashion. I do have my scale here, so I will weigh all of them. I am a a standard men's size nine, and so a lot of my weight should be similar to what you find online. But my hope today is that we can give you an idea of what are, what kind of avenue do each of these shoes fit into? Um, And then we're, I'm fielding your questions. And so we had a post up on our Instagram uh, story couple days ago and so I'm going to run through some of those questions and just kind of get an idea of uh, what you guys want to know we're going to run through those questions I'll answer them as best as I can it is a beautiful day here in Wisconsin it's a 70 degrees and raining outside so you might hear some raining you might hear some birds um, but just welcome to my backyard I guess so anyway I'm going to pick up one of these shoes first it'll be our touch point shoe and we'll compare all of them off of that and so the first one I'm picking up is the Puma uh, velocity nitro and so the night the velocity is is their daily trainer uh, this shoe comes in let's see as on the scale here it's weighing in at 9.1 ounces so for daily trainer it's slightly on the lighter end all of these shoes have except for one of them that we'll talk about um, all these shoes have the nitro foam uh, which is a nitrogen infused uh, midsole so this shoe you can read all of the details in our reviews but uh, this shoe is a very standard construction in terms of the midsole so you have this really nice bouncy you know carbon inf- or nitrogen infused midsole but it's put on a very standard platform and so you can kind of see on the base of the shoe here it's pretty flat across the bottom you have a slight heel bevel to smooth out that uh, landing and then you have a very mild I, I, I joked with uh, the team the Puma team saying that there's no toe spray and they're like well there's 12 degrees so okay yep there's 17 or something so there is a there is a small toe spring but it's also on a relatively flexible construction and so the toe spring itself doesn't give that much to the shoe because it is flexible we can go into that maybe later but um, other things notable about the velocity um, is this heel piece here so you can kind of see on both sides there's almost this c-shaped cup that sits around the back um, it creates this nice cradle for the foot as you land and it has this uh, all of, a lot of these shoes have this plate uh, in the back which also provides some structure to the heel so again you have a nice bouncy midsole foam but on a very standard construction so this shoe is going to feel nice in terms of the bounce that it gives you from the foam but it's not one of these really propulsive shoes um like i said it comes on in at 9.1 ounces so it's light enough to pick up the pace and the bounce the shoe allows you to do that as well but really it's a very typical feeling shoe so if someone is dipping into running uh, for the first time, or if there's somebody who wants to try out Puma for the first time, this could be a shoe that you transition to first, just because it's not going to be something like an extremely rockered sole. Um, 
or some some of those other shoes that are a little bit more aggressive uh, that we're seeing come out on the market. So a novice runner, this would probably be the best uh, first option for you to try out from Puma. Um, all of these shoes also feature the Puma grip on the outsole. I've found that the, it is very grippy. Um, our social media guy, Bach, has brought these through over 100 miles. The durability is held up well. Um, it does wear in the posterior lateral heel, um, he found as well, but that's very typical for these shoes. And the other thing that I do like about this shoe is these, this deep cutout through the middle. Um, that allows for the path of least resistance to be kind of forward through the center, kind of like a, a, a prolonged uh, guideline for a shoe. So there's a lot about this shoe that makes it stable, makes it very uh, typical in terms of construction. Not a lot of surprises. It's just gonna be a nice softer feel underneath, a really comfortable upper. And honestly, this one fits for me pretty true to size, which is different than, uh, very true to size I should say, which is different than some of these other ones that we'll talk about. I meant to say this, there's one Puma shoe that we never uh, had provided to us for test. We are planning to purchase it and Matt is gonna review it likely, but that's the Deviate Nitro. And so that one we don't have in the comparison today, but the rest of them we do. All right, so that's the first one. Let's go uh, towards the Speed Day. That's the next one here. This is the Liberate Nitro. Uh, again, you're gonna have the Nitro foam, but this one is constructed quite a bit differently. You see this upper is a mono mesh upper um, instead of a typical engineered mesh. It has less outsole coverage on the outside, which allows the midsole to be very flexible. You can fold this in half, no problem. Uh, and it has that same TPU plate in the back. The heel counter is not as pronounced. Everything about this shoe screams flexible. You can pretty much bend and move it in any direction that you want. It's coming in a lot lighter. Let's see here, we're looking at six and a half ounces, so dipping way down, but you get a very flexible shoe, a very snug, tight upper, but it is a little bit long. So I found that this fit pretty long on my foot, but was too tight to say that I would wanna go down a half size. I just think it would be too snug around the foot. So a little bit of a conundrum there, maybe something that they'll fix in, in future versions. Um, but again, very flexible, can really pick up the pace, has a lot of cushion in the heel, a little bit more, um, ground feel on the front, but you do get a lot of bounce from the Nitro Foam. So you go from your daily trainer to a little bit faster speed days, maybe a you know, five, 10K race or even half marathon for some people. And then you're gonna jump one more in the category of speed and that is this guy. Um, this is the Deviate Nitro Elite. Uh, this shoe was one of my favorite ones to run in this year period. Um, it's weighing in also very light, 6.8 ounces. And so you get, compared to this, you know, you get more stack, you get a new foam, which is their Nitro Elite foam. I think you can see that written there. Uh, the Nitro Elite foam, which is a, a PIBA that is nitrogen infused. So you get the magic of, of PIBA foam that's found in a lot of the other marathon racing shoes, but you get it infused with nitrogen, which just makes it lighter. And you get that same mono mesh upper as the Liberate, except in the Liberate, you have a gusseted tongue that, that spans the entire way here, which makes it a little bit thicker and a little bit warmer. Whereas this one, uh, you may have seen in our reviews or other places, it's basically see-through here. And so you have um, just a very thin mono mesh upper, a couple things that reinforce the shoe on the side. This is gonna be your elite 
racer um, that is, you know, half marathon. It can pull off a marathon for sure. Very bouncy. Our whole team has really, really appreciated this shoe. It's also one of the more forgiving ones for slower paces that we found from our testing. Um, it's just not as aggressive. Um, it can be when you want to go fast, but for those who are going slower, for me, when I dip down into eight minute miles in my training with it, uh, it it's responded really well, partially because there's a little split in the forefoot and it is a little bit more flexible. So it, it moves like a typical shoe when you need it to. So a really nice shoe there. Um, and then the final one that we're gonna talk about is the Eternity Nitro, which I just dropped my review on this guy today as the day of am recording. This is what they're calling their stability shoe. Um, you'll read in my review a little bit about what I thought about how they integrated stability. Um, the thing that makes this shoe inherently unstable is how soft this platform is. Um, compared to, um, actually it's, it's funny, I didn't write, I should have wrote this in the review. In comparison to what I found the stability to be in, based on construction and my testing experience, the stability in this shoe and the velocity is pretty similar if not even a little bit more than what I found in the Eternity. And part of that is because there is just a lot more of the soft nitro foam here and they don't have that C-shape cut out in the heel that gives some, some of that structure and stability to the heel. So it's just a lot more of this really soft, really squishy foam that your foot is gonna have to stabilize itself on. The way they do their stability is through the run guide uh, technology, which are basically reinforced sidewalls. Um, you have it definitely on this side, a little bit of a restruct of a structure on the lateral side as well. And then they also integrate stability by putting in these straps through the lacing system, both on the lateral and the medial side. So on the inside here you have it, and then you have it also on the outside. That actually holds up pretty well, it spans a little bit wider down into the midsole and just holds the foot well on the platform. So uh, what I would say about this shoe is it's, I find it more of a stable uh, premium daily trainer like the Triumph or the Mizuno Wave Sky. So it's a stable version of that, not so much like a high stability shoe. And we got some questions about this that we'll jump into later. The only other shoe that we don't, oh wait, I should have, I didn't say the weight of this one. Let's put it on here. So it's coming in at 9.7 ounces in mine. It's got a little dirt on it, so that might uh, raise the weight a little bit. But um, I found that this ran a little bit heavier than uh, the weight, I think because of how soft it was. So I couldn't get up on my toes as easily because it's really soft in the forefoot, which feels good at those slow paces. And then the upper is just super thick um, and it was pretty warm. And I think the thickness of the upper, how thick the, the cushioning is around the heel, how soft it is, it just made it feel a little bit heavier, uh, which again, felt fine at the slower paces, but I couldn't really do much more than that in this shoe. The only one we don't have is the uh, Deviate Nitro, which has the, the same nitro foam as the Velocity, the Liberate, and the Eternity, um, but it also has a carbon plate within that and a nice rocker design in there. So haven't tested it, can't say much about it, but it's also there. So now I wanna jump into some of your questions. I'll try to give shout outs to the people who asked them. So um, uh, one of the questions was about the DV8 Nitro Elite. Um, and they're asking if that's getting restocked. We heard rumors of July being a time where some new colorways were gonna be released. Um, that was from Puma, so we'll see if that continues to carry through, but it should be getting restocked. And th uh, this is uh, Timmy Trouble, and they, they're also asking the Liberate or the Velocity for tempo training. If I'm a person who wants really lightweight shoes, um, I, would, I would go in the route of uh, 
of the Liberate for tempo training for sure. The Velocity, again, can go quicker just because it's a little bit lighter, it has that bounce, but it's not a not a performance trainer. Uh, it just, it, it can pull off maybe some mild tempos, but if you're gonna do any sort of workout and you want something lighter on your foot, I would go here. That said, for somebody who's looking for a, a, a shoe that could do their daily miles and maybe some tempo work, this is a solid option. The Velocity is a solid option, but the Liberate for sure is what you'd wanna take. Also, the lower profile is kind of fun, maybe for some track days and things like that, just because you're gonna get some ground feel and you can really feel like you're putting in the effort. Jay Cortman and Jack Myers 14 are asking for comparisons of what does the Liberate uh, compare to? So a couple of things, just with how light it is, um, you have a lot of, of cushion in the heel and just the flexibility. There's kind of three shoes that pop into my head. Um, one of them is uh, the original Reebok Run Fast. Um, that shoe had a lot, for, for how low stack it was, just like this, it had a lot of bounce and protection under the foot, so could take it for a lot longer and it was relatively flexible. The foam was just really great and I think that this, this kind of steps up where I wanted the Run Fast 3 to be, that's where the Liberate is now. Um, another shoe that comes into my head, which is slightly different, is one of the original um, Freedom shoes from Saucony, um, the Freedom ISO. And I had a friend at Run Club last week who brought his original pair, and he just like, this is why I love this shoe. And he folded it in half, and I was like, that's exactly like what what we've got with the with the Puma Liberate. So. It just has a lot of flexibility, um, which could put it too as well in the area of the Kinvara, but it has this nitro foam, so it's a little bit bouncier, feels even a little bit more protective than like a Kinvara would be. The other shoe that I would compare it to is the Skechers uh, Razor 3. The Razor 3 has a lot more of a rocker design and is a little bit more uh, rigid from front to back comparison to this guy but the foam is very similar and the weight is about the same. So those are the three shoes that I would say are similar. The original Run Fast from Reebok, the, uh, I guess I said two for Saucony, but in the realm of the Kinvara or the Freedom, not the Freedom 4, but one of the earlier Freedoms, and then with the Razor 3. So we have those, those three comps for this shoe. And then Jay Cortman also asked kind of where, what does the, uh, the velocity, what shoes compare to that. Um, and that's that's an interesting question. I think that there's a couple trainers that, that, that run in this world of very standard design without a rocker, but have a, but have a very special foam in there. And that's a pretty short list. Um, but one of the shoes that popped into my mind when I was thinking about this was uh, one of the earlier, the Meraki 2 from 361, just because there wasn't really any toe spring, it had a more flexible forefoot, and it had some of the quick foam in there, which at that time felt a little bit more bouncy compared to some of the other midsoles out there. So that might be one of the closer comparisons here, but this stands a little bit by itself because it's not rockered, but it has a, a nitrogen infused foam, um, and, it's, and it's got a very stable construction. So it's pretty, pretty unique. Let's see, what else do we got? Francis Vidal, sorry if I pronounced names wrong, uh, was asking what's the science behind kind of nitrogen infused uh, PIBA or EVA? What's the science behind those things? And huge caveat before I even start is that I'm not a material science specialist. My specialty is in biomechanics, footwear science, uh, that world, but not so much in the materials of it. But what we do know about materials is the infusion of these gases. And if people, if I say something wrong, let's talk about it below. But uh, 
the infusion of these gases allow there to be more uh, airspace between the cells that are constructed, but maintaining that structure within them. So you can have more gas space, which makes it lighter and a little bit more bouncy, has more give to it because there's less of the cross fibers, um, which then puts durability in question. Some PIBA-based things and infused things have been shown to prove in their, and have proven their durability. I think some of it, I think this is one of them. Some of them have uh, still question marks of how well is it nitrogen-infused PIBA foam going to last over, say, 200 miles? Is it going to feel the same as it did day one or close enough to it? And we haven't taken this through enough to say that yet, um, but I think that's the big question when it comes to these infusions. They're blowing things up so that a smaller kind of stock becomes the, the shape of your midsole, which creates more airspace, makes it lighter, makes it bouncier. Somebody also asked, how does the, this is Flojo Run Club, how does the velocity stack up against some of the other super daily trainers like the Rebel and the Mach 4? Um, I have not tested the Rebel yet. Someone else on our team has, but I believe it might be coming to me in the mail, so I can't speak on that yet. But um, compared to Mach 4, and there's another question here that I should ask, is the Velocity Nitro as stable as the Saucony Shift Hoka Mach 4? So let's talk Mach 4 in this guy. So in terms of stability, this, this guy I would say is more stable than the Mach 4. Um, the slightly lower to the ground, wide enough uh, positioning here, this cutout and the C shape in the back, I think make this a really stable construction for the foam that you get. The Mach 4, that topsole, um, is pretty soft and you're at a higher stack, um, but you do get a wider base. And so we, we talked about this on, on our Mach 4 review, that it is a relatively stable shoe for what it is, but um, it's a little bit uh, more unstable given the higher stack uh, and uh, the more narrow platform that the foot sits on. So I think that this takes takes the win for stability compared to the Mach 4. In terms of the shift, that was the other question. Um, I think that they're just so different. So the stability components of the shift compared to the stability components here are for totally different people. Uh, what, I, what I mean by that, this is gonna be putting because of how soft it is underneath, the stability needs for somebody are gonna be in the realm of foot intrinsics, or the stability needs in the shift, because it's a slightly more firm, uh, so are gonna come from the extrinsics and just your ability to control the ankle with a higher stack shoe. So I don't wanna say one is more than the other, because they're both pretty stable with the way that the shift integrates its um, heel counter into the midsole and some buildup of the outsole. Uh, they're both stable shoes, they're just for different people. The rocker design is gonna put a whole different level of forward to rear stability compared to a more traditional design as well. So just different, not, not one is more than the other. Um, and how this thing stacks up, it's, it's way more traditional than a Rebel or even a Mach 4. The, those two have this bend towards performance and kind of that propulsing you forward. I would say this is more traditional. It's gonna carry you through, you know, really long runs um, and just have that regular amount of flexibility in the forefoot. Not a huge rocker like you'd have in the Mach 4 and not as so cushiony soft as, and as light as you get in the Rebel. So those, I think the Rebel sits more on the performance end than this. This sits more traditional daily trainer. Mach 4 is gonna be more rocker based. Um, whereas this is gonna be way more traditional as well. So it stacks up pretty well, it's just not as fast, not as fast. All right, and then BJ 
MacGyver almost, B-J-M-C-G-V-R, your pick for training slash easy miles. And for me, that's easily right here, uh, the velocity. It can handle slow miles, it can do long runs, um, it can go a little bit quicker, uh, just a little bit. So I think this is your most versatile, good for recovery days. If you want just a recovery day shoe though, um, I think you could go with the Eternity, but my personal pick would still be the Velocity. Um, I just think that there's more that it can give you than this, but if you really like pillowy soft, um, just kind of plodding along, this could be a good option for you. All right, let's see if I'm missing anything. Oh, I did want to touch this one. Um, J.H. Pullum is asking, how does the Eternity Nitro compare to other stability shoes like the Glycerin GTS-19, Kyano line, uh, line, et cetera? Because that was a good question. Um, I would say that this, this guy sits in the realm of new age stability attempts. So you have kind of traditional stability, if we define it right now, we define it as uh, if you have a dual density medial post um, on the inside of the shoe to help provide some stability to pronation. You ha you're seeing a lot of companies move away from that. We mentioned in here is the Glycerin, which we haven't, the Glycerin GTS, which we have not tested. Um, the Adrenaline would be in that realm too. Uh, and then you have Asics with the Kyano Light. Uh, they have done more 3D construction and geometry to create that stability. Um, whereas you have the regular Kyano, which still has dual density midsole and a trussic system. So um, this would be, uh, I think the other one that I wanted to bring up that, that wasn't brought up here was the Wave Horizon from Mizuno. Um, Wave Horizon, Kyano Light, Brooks, they're all starting to use non-posted methods to create stability. Um, and there's other companies too, and this sits in that realm as well. This would, I would say, is one of the least stable of all of those options. The other options have a lot more uh, structure to them, have a little bit more of a dense and less soft midsole, which provides some extra stability. This is really, uh, like I said earlier, it's really an, a neutral shoe with a really soft midsole that stabilizes it enough to keep it runnable uh, for people who don't have stability needs and also those who might have very mild stability needs because they add a wider platform on the bottom in comparison to even the velocity. Like if we line them both up here, you can see that the one jets out compared to the other across the mid, uh, the midfoot, the, the heel, and then up in the forefoot, there's a lot more flaring. And so you get more stability added through there um, but otherwise, um, it's, it's really just a soft, soft platform and um, I would say it's less stable than the ones that were mentioned in that question. I think we've got it all, everybody. Oh, I didn't even see this question. Uh, Mario Jorge Lemos says, Liberate Ride for 10K and half is similar to Reebok, Reebok Run Fast 1. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I agree completely. All right, so that's all the questions that we had from you guys. We really appreciate you sending those in. This is, um, again, almost a complete take on the entire Nitro line, except for the Deviate Nitro, which we should be getting in for tests soon. But uh, we had a lot of fun testing uh, Puma's entrance back into Run Specialty. I think especially fun to run in was the Deviate Nitro Elite. It's just a really soft platform, really, well-designed plate in terms of flexibility. It worked really well for me and for our team. And the foam was just really special and fun and super light. So it was a really enjoyable shoe. And then for me, you know, this is one that's gonna stay in my closet. Um, 
and get used in my rotation when I want to just go out and get miles in. It just feels like it's going to be consistent um, or as consistent as I am. It's going to it's going to be there for me, uh, but can handle everything from going out for a short recovery run or some daily miles or medium long runs, that kind of a thing. So those are the two that made me the most excited. Um, and I'm excited to see if they can tweak some of the things with their fit, like in this one to make it a little bit shorter uh, and just continue in the direction that they've started, because I think that they've got a lot of good offerings here and um, we'll see what they come up with in the future. If you have any other questions or if you want anything clarified from what we talked about today, um, let me know and drop it in the questions below and I'll make sure to try to, try to hit them as, quick as, I, as quickly as I can.